Come back, LSU football season wrap up episode. Jay, it's been a while since we've done an LSU episode. Yeah, man, ain't played since uh, Georgia, so it was December fifth. Feels like it. Feels like a month. Yeah, the uh, a lot better results this game. Jay, uh, real quick, final score sixty three to seven. The Tigers get the ten win season that I know we all wanted so bad to just put the icing on the cake for this first year for Brian Kelly. Jay, were you expecting sixty-three to seven? No, I mean Vegas only expected LSU to win by uh, uh, ten at first, and then then it went up to fifteen. Fifteen at so, kickoff, yep. Yeah, so I didn't expect them to win by fifty-six points. No, I didn't expect a fifty-six point win, but uh, I really, I, guess, I, I guess, think I told somebody I guess, it was uh, going to be close, like close game. Yeah, I guess Drew Brees didn't help that much. Yeah, what a what a stunt on the sideline, just a. That was so gay. He did, and if you saw his uh, you saw his uh, pregame or he he was mic'd up. He was like, "Yeah, just four more hours, and I'm I'm coaching my son seven on seventeen. Like he he didn't care. It was just a sideline stunt. Yeah, get the yeah, morale yeah. up. And uh, yeah, that's right. and he got handed he, him. Yeah, that's right. Him and the Bullmakers got handed one today, boy. That felt good. Yeah, I don't think the I don't think the Bullmakers are built to play in the SEC. They had seven guys get hurt. Jay, and it seemed like every two plays somebody was laying on the ground. That's what I said. It seemed like they, they had seven. It wasn't up to the physicality of LSU for sure, you know. Look, I know they had a lot yeah. of opt-outs, and I know they had a lot of dudes leave, I mean, and they, they go with their coach. Five, you know. Yeah, and they, yeah. they go they, – some of them went with their coach. But hey, these guys that are D1, you know, backups I mean, or, star, or starters, they were getting hit, we, and it was – We had we had our almost our entire defensive line opt-out. I fa- that's a fact. That's why I thought it would be a little yeah. closer. Yeah, we had, uh, you know, Keyshawn Butte, uh, he didn't play. We had Dre Jenkins didn't play, you know. Yeah, fact. But two of our best three receivers didn't play. So, I mean. Fact. No, I, I get it. I, I couldn't. Yeah. I cannot believe that we beat them that bad. And, you know, maybe this is, you know, we I see ourselves as having a coach like Nick Saban, a coach like, you know, uh, uh, Urban Meyer. Like, if you give them a month, you know what I mean? Lincoln. Lincoln, yeah. Lincoln Riley. Yeah. Oh, wait, oh, hold on. Let me get the oh, – here's a – yep, not Lincoln, cat. Uh, we'll get to that. Jay, I got a couple questions about today's game. What you got, Did man? you know that Nuss was going to be sharing snap? No, I didn't, but, you know, I just – um, I think it was a smart move by Kelly. Give him, give him a little bit. That way, you know, saying that we still need you so he don't transfer and – and uh, even even Walker got in. I figured Walker would get in. You know, they let him throw the ball a couple of times, but it didn't look. Uh, Walker didn't look as good, but 
I don't think that's nothing against Walker. I think that the third string offensive line was in there. And when's the last time you've seen two white wide receivers in the same time? Yeah, that was definitely not LSU, <laughs> so, not normal. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know. What was, no, it, Fra- was that Frankioni and uh, Abidi or whatever? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't know, man. So, uh, Nuss, what do you, you think about Nuss coming in? I, I, th- I thought he looked good. I mean, he, he threw the interception. That was the one of the bad, one of the only bad throws he had. Um, the other ones, I mean, he, he just it looks like his 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 vision. You know, it's just it's good, man. It's 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 weird how he could just find people open or he throws them open. You know, the offense um, I, does look crisper when he more crisp when he's in there. Yeah, yeah. They they even, they even run the ball better. Like running backs run the ball better. It's it's weird, strange. Man. It he does, but it's like every time he's ever had multiple chances to get in a game, he throws an interception. He does. He, Southern. He, 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 he's going to turn the ball over once a game, for sure. No matter if it's going to be a fumble yeah. or if it's going to be an interception or fumble and interception, he's going to turn the ball over, you know, so for sure. Brian Kelly's $10 million a year salary is decide, do you go with Jaden, who's going to be more moderate and maybe not and is not going to turn it over as much? That's a proven fact. Or Nuss, yeah. who maybe maybe he's more explosive. Maybe we score more. Maybe we still turn over some. And then, and then Jaden looked better. Once Nuss had that long drive, uh-huh. Jaden come in. He looked like he was throwing the ball better. Like he was like, "All right, well, no, 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 this guy ain't gonna show me up." Yeah. So he actually looked better. So, so maybe let Jay Daniels throw first drive, Nuss second, and let Daniels finish the rest of the game. You know? Yeah, let him uh, get his get his blood pumping a little bit. Yeah, so he did. I don't know. I mean, uh, final stat line: about, Garrett Nussmeyer about, eleven. Real quick, final stat yeah. line: Garrett Nussmeyer eleven of fifteen, one hundred seventy-three yards. Two touchdowns, one interception. Jaden Daniels, 12 of 17, 139 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. Go ahead. No, I'll say, well, I was just going to tell you, Malik Neighbors had one of the best games that I can remember. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, stunned on him. Nine catches for uh, 163 yards. Was I thought that one little jet sweep, I figured, I figured that would have been a rushing touchdown, not really a – I know it's a little yeah, big pop, forward pop pass. pass, pop pass but, yep. Yeah, but – and then he had two passes. So he might be in a – Talk for quarterback next year, too. All right. So, springtime, it's going to be a competition. <laughs> Malik, boy. Uh, Malik, Malik going to be in there. He threw he threw that good on the, the – before he threw the, uh, the, yeah, Philly, the Philly special. Baby. He threw – no, mm-hmm. that's the, the Philly special. That's crazy how that's a thing. Do you, you know where that stems from? Uh-huh. That the, they, you know, if you go look on LSU's uh, social media and stuff, they uh, – they, you know, everybody put Philly special, Philly special. That's from where the Philadelphia Eagles beat Tom Brady and the Patriots, and Nick they, Nick Foles ran that play, and he called a touchdown pass to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that, man. Yeah, it's a now it's a normal thing. I I didn't know this because I didn't watch a hundred percent of the game, but uh, apparently, uh, in the TCU game the other day, uh, someone tried that and it did not work. Well, I so think they Michigan, did it with, uh, Michigan must have tried it. Uh. Bo Nix did it this year for sure. He rushed one, he passed one, and or passed two or three, and then caught one. You know, he, um, all in the same game. Malik, yeah, uh, yeah Malik had a hell of a game. Final stats: passing fifty yards, passing two for two, uh, one touchdown. Receiving, he had one hundred and sixty-three yards, nine receptions. He averaged eighteen with a long of seventy-five. Boy, that, yeah, that yeah. pop pass was nice. Boy, you know, I've secretly, yeah. Jay, I've secretly always thought that he wasn't fast. That's just something that hmm. I don't I don't know why. I, I guess because he don't really break a lot. You know what I mean? He kind of catches yeah, it all I mean, over yeah. the middle. He might not, yeah, he might not be lightning speed, but he, he's got he's got you know he ain't 
He ain't slow for no man. He's always catching big balls over the middle, and a lot of that this year is because of Jaden. You know, Jaden's not throwing the ball over the top, you know? No, no, he's not. So he looked real fast on the on the pop play. I was pretty, uh, pretty impressed with that. Or Purdue is slow as shit, you know, I don't know. Yeah, just that's why that's what we, my dad come over here and watch the game with us. I said, Dad, so so essentially, LSU is the second best team in in the West. I mean, they beat Alabama, but really they're the second best team in the West this year. And we just beat the best team in the in the uh, Big Ten West by fifty six points. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough look for the that's a tough look for the Big Ten. I know, yeah, I know man. them not having their coach didn't, you know, and their quarterback. They didn't have the coach of the quarterback. That's tough. I'm not going to, you know, but it, it is what it is. I mean, yeah, still I mean, 57 LSU, points. Yeah, LSU played Kansas State last year, and they only had 39 scholarship players without a quarterback. Not even a quarter, you know, John Trey was a wide receiver, and they didn't look that bad. They I, lost by, I agree. By what, 21, 24 points maybe? I, I agree. It was so. Brian Kelly had the boys ready to play. I think that's part of coaching. That's the thing that's part of what we've praised all year that – those days are over. You know what I mean? The yeah. Those those days of us not getting up when we need to for a game like this, or if you have a month to plan, we're gonna have the edge. You pay ten million dollars a year for a elite coach, you're gonna have the edge again when he's going up against somebody a month later. Yeah, I mean. All right. Yeah, LSU LSU had six hundred yard total offense. Purdue had two hundred sixty. Yikes! <laughs> that's a that's a hell of a yeah. stat. Yeah. LSU had uh, only one turnover to produce three turnovers, you know. Jaden so uh, Jaden rushed for 67, Noah rushed for 58, Emory rushed for 52. Derek Davis trucked a dude on the goal line and ran for <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I mean, that was Walker, – Walker got more speed than I thought, man. You can get out to the outside, man. Walker is an athlete, I can tell you, definitely. Yeah. He he looked a little, uh, a little uncomfortable. He looked like a freshman, you know what I mean? In, yeah. In the beginning, and they ran the ball more or whatever, but uh, – you know, he. Everyone says he's the future. Everyone who knows more about it than me. So, one day we'll figure it out. I'm very interested about the spring, Jay. Do you have a prediction? Do you think? What do you think about Nuss or Jaden? You know, you have a prediction on that? No, I think it's Jaden's uh, job to lose until Nuss shows more improvement, where he can take care of the ball better, or um, unless they, unless Den Brock changes up the style of play, where he don't want to just run the quarterback, you know, so much. And, have a more, like you said, traditional style, and I don't know. We'll see, man. We, we, we don't know what's going on. No, I don't know if they brought, you know, brought old Daniels in because that's the best option he had, and and started him all year. And now that he's he's building a roster and he's getting transfers coming in, and his first recruiting class. I mean, he had recruited last year with his first his first recruiting class that he, you know, I don't know what happens. We we don't know, man. We'll see, man. And you're just to just uh-huh. take a guess. No one's holding your feet to the fire. But if Jaden wins in the spring, do you think Nuss goes, or he'll he's okay with being a backup? Mm, I, I think he might go, man. I don't know where, but I, I, I don't see him sitting because he's good enough to start just about anywhere. I think. I wonder, um, you know, with Besh going to TCU and he's got ties into North Texas, and some some people saying that I heard if he transfers, going to be to SMU. You know, be in Dallas with his dad. Yeah, stay home. So I, I don't, I don't know, man. Fort Worth's we'll not that far. TCU, they might. I don't know if they're. No, losing no, that, no. I don't know if they're losing that quarterback this year, who's about to play for a national championship. By the way, Max Duggan. Yep, Mr. Max Duggan. Jay, teach me how to Duggan. Yeah, teach me how to Duggan. Old ugly redhead, <laughs> some bitch. Jay, they. TCU. They, uh, go ahead. 
TCU has produced the best redheaded quarterbacks I've ever seen. The Red Rifle. Yeah, they almost got as many good redheads as Singer. Almost. Almost. Oh. No, almost. Yeah. All right. So they showed a little checklist on the uh, broadcast today for the show. It said LSU's first season under Brian Kelly. Beat Alabama. Mm-hmm. Check. Yeah. Win SEC West. Check. Reach top mm-hmm. five in college football rankings. Check. Ten win yeah. season. Now check. Jay, give yeah. me a, a grading scale. You were uh, used to teach Hackberry Middle School before you, you know, become an operator. Oh. And uh, yeah. get me a grading scale. A A plus, A minus, B plus, B minus, C. Brian Kelly job this year. Give me well, put a grade I, on it. I'm gonna give him an A for sure. An A. I would give him an A plus, but he lost to uh AM. So if he wouldn't have lost to them, he would have been A plus. Yep. I, I agree. With the thirty nine scholarship players with uh going and finding so many key players in the in the portal that weren't shitheads, whether it be Greg Brooks or Joe Fouché or you know, like just Yeah or Jaden Daniels, I mean our quarterback who led us to a team. Jaden Daniels. Um these guys yeah. to bring them in, you know what I mean, and be able to scout talent. Mm-hmm. We're so used to coaches yeah. missing Mackay on Makai Garner, Makai Wingo. Oh my god, uh, those two are just unspoken Lacey. V I'm not yeah. super high on Lacey, but he did he did a good job this year. But yeah, I mean, he did good enough to come in, you know. Uh, but I hope uh, Chris Hilton uh, takes uh, a spot next year. <laughs> um, you know, we'll, we'll see. You know, Devin Denver Harris is coming in. You know, uh, we need like him. that man. DB's, that big, that DB's big, uh, light, Jay. That big defensive tackle from West Virginia, Jordan Jefferson. They said he is a man. Really, you know, he's six. He's six three, three hundred. I think they said he benches over five hundred and squats. 750, and he's just a, a, a man child, you know. They said he, he you know, it'll probably be starters next year. It'll probably be, um, you know, Wingo and Mason Smith, and backing up them will probably be Jefferson and uh, and Jacobin Gillery will probably be your backups, you know. Who so, Tank I mean, Gillery pr- t- played great today, by the way. Yeah, hell yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so I think the defensive tight now, now the ends are going to be what, what's going to not worry me, but it'll probably be probably Savion Jones. Uh, number thirty-five, yep. and then uh, probably be Quincy Wiggins will be your uh, other other end, and then probably Deshaun Womack, freshman coming in. They said if he's as good as they say he is, then uh, it might be him come, you know, helping out. Um, so I think defensive line is going to be good. Um, now linebacker is going to hurt with losing Baskerville. Mike Jones, he can get. I, I don't even know what happened. He didn't play this year, so Baskerville is your biggest loss at linebacker. Yes, but. But Harold Perkins will be there, and we'll see. You know, Greg Penn will be there, so we'll see who else is going to be a third linebacker. And re- returning all of your offensive line is a big deal. All offensive line, your top six offensive linemen too. You know, that's right. What's his name? I'm so I'm glad that Dellinger. Uh, the the line they had today was was probably the best five they had, and until uh, the center got hurt, Mr. Turner. Yeah, Turner got hurt, and then but what. Uh, Martinez come in. He looks good too. Yep. I'm not. I'm not really high on Fraser, man. I'm not really high. No, nope, no. Nope. He uh, he under. He was underwhelming this year, and his PFF grade has proved that all year. Yeah. He's kind of underachieved. Yeah. So your bet. Your best. Your best is a, uh, you know, Campbell and Dellinger on your left side, Turner in the middle, and then uh, Bradford and then uh, Emory Jones on the right tackle. So, be your best lineup right there, and they're all coming back, like you said. The oldest one is a junior, and that's a uh, that's Turner. You hearing anything about this other kid from West Monroe that's coming, offensive lineman? 
Are you talking about Zalance Heard? Zalance Heard, cat. I heard he is showing yeah, out so he's from, right now. From Neville. From Neville. Neville. Yeah, he's, yeah, my bad. Yeah, that's what I said. He's, he's, uh, he, he's the number four offensive tackle in the country from Neville High School. He was a junior when Will Campbell was a senior. Who Will Campbell was the number two or three offensive tackle in the country, five-star. So on one high school team, you had two of the top five offensive tackles in the country in their classes. So how in the heck was you getting to the quarterback off of the edge in Neville? You, I guess you wasn't. You said to line up. You said to line them up and bull rush the middle. I guess. Yeah, yeah, you had to just go after the middles. All I know because they say Zalance heard he looks like a, a man beast, and he apparently he, yeah he's, he's big. Man. I think he's, he's an Under Armour right now, and I think he's yeah, showing Under Armour. I see some video. Yeah, I see some videos of him going against some of the best edge rushers with that little dummy uh, back there, and nobody would be able to get to it when he's lined up with a man. He's six. He's six six, three fifteen. You know, high school kid. Man, he he's big, man. All uh, right, all right. So but you was talking about you was talking about year one report cards. I got a little stat pulled up. Okay. Um. So year one report cards from On Three uh, website. You know, with uh, Sunny Shit, Sunny uh, Sunny Ship, Shade Dixon, all of them went to Billy and Body. They all they all went convert to over three. Yep. On Three. Yeah. So they got Brian Kelly at A minus. Okay. Um. Sonny Dykes from TCU is year one report card for a head coach that moved to another school. So it's their first year that at that school, you know, Brian Kelly, Sonny Dykes, people like that. Yeah. So, so Brian Kelly gave an A minus. Sonny Dykes, I gave an A plus. Yeah. Obviously. Okay. Washington's head coach, uh, they gave him an A. Okay. Lincoln Riley gave him an A. Oregon, Dan Lanning, they gave him a B plus. Damn, I figured he had an A. The one at uh, Texas Tech, McGuire, uh, Joey McGuire, he got a B plus. Okay. Marcus, Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame got a B, even though he started off bad, but he got to end up with a B grade. Okay. Um, so, and then Mario Cristobal, D. Oh. Uh, Brett Venables. Brent Venables, yeah. D. Oh. Billy Napier, D plus. Oh, man. Some <laughs> hey, belt Billy. And I – Sun Belt Billy, and I sent this to a guy I work with that that report card. And he's a he, he played baseball at ULL, so he's a ULL fan at heart. He loves LSU, but he's a ULL fan at heart just because he went to UL and played baseball. So it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a I get it, yeah, you know, yeah, I get it. So, I, but he loves Billy. Him and his dad love Billy. So I sent that to him. His, his response was, "I give Billy a C. They should have beat Dandy." And I my reply was. Please read what you just typed again. Thank you. <laughs> they should have beaten Bandy. Come that's, on, man. that's a, that's the standard now. Yeah, that's oh the standard. Yeah, he should have so, beaten Vandy. Yeah, but uh, anyway, we've talked a lot about the good, Jay. For next year, we know DBs. Thank God we're bringing in Denver Harris. You got the uh, Toviano kid coming. You're mm-hmm. bringing Greg yeah. Brooks back, thank God. You're bringing Major Burns back, yeah. thank God. Sage Ryan looked yeah. better today as much as he has not played good this year. Um, well, Sage, Sage Ryan had a little moment today, huh? I don't remember what he said. Oh, he? man, I cannot repeat what he said. Right, <laughs> right before that man got pulled out on a stretcher, he got called a slur. And, yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, he let him know how he felt about him. And then he pers- – Twice. He let, it's twice. He, he said it twice. He said it twice. And after he let him know how he felt, the man got pulled off on a stretcher. So, oh, yeah. rest in peace to him. The whole world got – got heard him get punked out. And, uh, you know, but what I'm oh. worried about next year is – are you wor- more worried about DN? Are you more worried about DBs? What are you worried about next year? 
Uh, I don't know. I think the biggest concern going into next year would probably be your corners and your defensive your edge rusher. You know, I think Savion Jones has shown that he, he can play. And I know he's a sophomore, but I think he can play good uh, good enough. I just worry about Quincy Wiggins' development. Hopefully he can they can develop him because he's got the, he the build for it. He's first team that, all, that all body. Yeah, that's what I said. If you close your eyes and build a defensive end, you know, you're looking at 6'5", 275, hard enough fat on him. So he's, he's you know, he reminds you of uh, Sam Montgomery, the way he's built. Yep. Um, so I think there's a lot of potential there. We just, maybe, they, you know, they didn't need him this year, so they didn't play him. But cornerback, you know, they got, you said they got a Taviano kid. They got a couple guys from, from recruiting last year. They might get another guy in the portal uh, this year. So I don't know. And then safety, safety, I don't so safety, they'll probably bring Brooks and Burns back. They'll both be safety, or or Brooks might slide down to your nickel again. I don't, I don't know. But like you said, corner and defense and edge is probably going to be your uh, biggest concerns for me going into. Yep, Converse, man, he 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 was underrated. Played a great season this year. Yeah, he played great. Him, Makai Wingo, Makai Garner, like just unspoken dudes mm. who helped you get to ten yeah. wins. You know what I mean? But Makai Wingo heavy on him. He, you know, he had the biggest, yeah, he had yeah, the biggest yeah. shoes to fill. Yeah, no, no, no doubt. When uh, Mason Smith going down, you know, we thought, holy, we thought, okay, well, maybe Tank Gillard's going to step up. And well, she did play good this year, but but Makai Wingo just kind of come out of nowhere. I mean, I know he was all freshman SEC, but I mean, like you said, to feel um, Mason Smith's shoes, and what, which Mason they really did nothing. So we, we're just grading him on potential. I mean, he looked Correct. all right at the end of his freshman year. We're just grading him on what what could be, kind of like a, a you know a pitcher. Out of high school, getting drafted in MLB, grade him on what he could be, you know. Yeah. Um. So we don't know, you know. I mean, hopefully, hopefully Mason Smith comes back and is just as good as we all hoped he would be, and that's what I hope for. But you never know how, you know. I gotta look and see if Josh Williams has eligibility left. I hope he does because he played great. Ooh. Another unspoken hero, Josh hero, Josh Williams. No, no, yeah, he's like a sophomore, man. Okay, I back. thought he was like a redshirt junior. Or no, 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 he's a, no, 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 he's a, he's a, he's coming back. He feels um, like he's been on the team forever, you know. Just but I think I think Emory. Somebody said Emory and Kane both coming back. They are. I do know. I do know. So, they, so, so Emory will be a fifth year senior next year. Yeah, he was. He come on uh, twenty nineteen. Yeah, he was a, a true freshman. Yeah, he's a senior. So, so what about Fouché? I wonder if he's coming back or not. Ah, uh, everything I've heard is Fouché is. I think Fouché's out of eligibility, dog. Okay, well, I, I thought I thought that uh, Emory was too, you know. But yeah, I, I guess the coach. I don't know what all this. They said there's a there's a, a player at Oregon right now. He got approved or whatever for another year. He was a 2017, I believe. That's I might exactly be wrong. what it was. Nope, you're right. You're right. He's going to be an eight year senior next year. Man, what a career! He'd be he'd be a doctor. All the that's right. All the perks you get from being a college football player, especially at a school like Oregon. You know what I mean? I mean he's and, like he's he's gonna be like Matthew McConaughey on uh, the Days and Confused. I, I no matter how old, yeah, no matter how old he gets, the college girls stay the same. They age. stay the same age. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That's exactly all what he's right, like. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, one of my favorite characters of all time. All right, um, um yeah, uh, wide receiver room next year. Besh gone. Quick question: Do you think Besh would have stayed if Boot he knew Boot was? I did hear that that he he left because Mute was uh coming back. Yeah, and that he was going to be down on the depth chart a little more. Yeah, so I, I would like to think that he would have stayed, but uh, you know I wish him the best, and I'm not going to hate on him. You know, I just 
Ingen, I think he's a good player. He ain't in the reps. Uh, so but, uh, I guess let him go and see what he, he can do, man. I mean, you got Shelton Sampson coming in. You got Chris Hilton still there. You got returning Malik Neighbors. You're returning Kyron Lacey. You're returning yeah, Brian, Brian Thomas, who I think has the high ceiling of all of these guys. Yeah, Brian Thomas. Yeah, Jalen Brown's coming in from Miami. Mr. I think I said Mr. Shelton Sampson. Oh, yeah, Jalen Brown, the five-star speedster from Miami, from Miami's coming. Mm-hmm. We're not yeah. – we're okay at wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, uh, okay. So, we, let's – hopefully, hopefully they can, you know, perform up to par. Yeah. A lot better than the receivers did the first half of the year this year, because I don't think that the receivers, it's like the most talented receiving core in the country. No, they wasn't. We no. were a little overrated preseason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let uh, what? Let's talk about the elephant in the room, Jay. What are what are you hearing about all this controversy with Cortez Hankton and? <laughs> is that all some bull? What are you? What just? What's your thoughts on that? I don't know, man. I mean, I heard. Uh, Somebody actually told me, um, Dentrick, Krayshan, okay. uh, our buddy who plays softball with, he actually told me like two weeks ago that Krayshan got caught messing with one of the girls on staff. And I didn't, I didn't know that it was, you know, three of them, or I guess with Krayshan would be four of them running a train on her. I didn't know all that. Yo, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I'm telling you. I was you having see? a tea. Yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, I mean, that's well, I, mean I, I know, I, I know uh, you know, Part of football is team building exercise. You want to be closer as a team, but especially your wide receiver there's coach. There's other ways you can do it. <laughs> yeah, instead of uh, you know, they called it a sex party on Twitter. And yeah, uh, I don't know. So apparently, if the rumor's true, then Cortez Hankton would be released. Yeah, he's gone. Pretty, you know. So one way to know if this is true or not is if in the coming days, Cortez Hankton's relieved of his duties at LSU, right? Yeah, I mean, when they asked. Uh, uh, Brian Kelly didn't ask him, hey, did uh, Kayshawn get caught running a train? No, they didn't ask him that, but it says it would be available to play. And Brian Kelly's response was, uh, I'm not at liberty to discuss that matter right now. So, I mean, that sounds like a legal issue to me. Yep. I don't know. So I mean, they, they just they just got out of all this, you know, Title IX stuff with uh, Les Miles and, and Coach O, and now it seems like we're back in the same, you know, back in the same boat. So. Sucks. It does suck. And Cortez Hankton, who by no means, before any of this came out, nobody thought he would get fired. He is the highest paid wide receiver coach in the nation. Um, So for him to just, if he gets randomly fired in the coming days, I mean, you know the deal. Yeah. What a strange situation we always find ourselves in, <laughs> being LSU fans. You know? It wouldn't be wouldn't be right with no controversy during the offseason. That's a fact. For that's part of being an LSU fan. Just roll with it, and you know we got a leader up top who I trust handling the decisions. You know, yeah. Whether it be whether it be Brian Kelly or whether it be you know his boss, which uh, we all trust and love. Yeah, Woody. So, Jay, playoff reaction. Give me a little bit of. Uh, did you think TCU was going to win? Did you think that? No, and that's what and that's what I told some people, man. We talked about the game. I said, did everybody underrate uh, TCU's physicality or everybody overrate uh, Michigan's physicality? Because TCU showed up to play, man. Yep. Uh, that was that was by far the best semifinal two games that I've ever seen. Yep. You know? Because there has usually been some shitty ones. 
Yeah, usually one's good and one's a blowout. Yep. Most of the time, it's one versus four that's a blowout. You know, LSU beat, which was one of my favorite games, LSU versus Oklahoma. But really, if you wasn't an LSU or Oklahoma fan, look outside looking in, that wasn't a good game. Alabama, Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, they beat the brakes off. You know, I mean, it just wasn't. Yeah. It's, it's haven't been. It just hasn't been good in the past. You know. Yep. But that was the best two uh, semifinals I've ever seen. It, it was both good, man. Um. Um, Ohio State blew it, man. They, they, they kicked, they kicked it. I think he kicked it in the bathroom, I believe. He made a bunch throughout the game, too, is what was crazy. I know. He made a, he, I thought he was just this automatic kid, you know what I mean? And then he, he, he yeah. shit the bed, you know what I mean? Pressure bust pipes. Yeah. So. And then and Kirby Kirby got MVP of the game um, because called that timeout before that fake field goal. That was something. Yep. That really was. Yep, he's uh but but so so you watch the whole Georgia game, you know, the Georgia game, right? Okay, yeah. So in your mind, was CJ Stroud head and shoulders better than 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 Bennett? CJ Stroud played a great game. Mm-hmm. And I said at the beginning of the year on this podcast, we have it you know, taped that I thought he would win the Heisen easily this year. Mhm. But yes, to answer your question, yes. I did too. I said, man, that was the main difference in the game was was the uh, quarterback play. You know, I said the C.J. Stroud is that much better than ben, uh, Bennett. But Rob, if you look at the stats, C.J. Stroud, twenty three for thirty four, three hundred fifty yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Okay. Stetson Bennett, twenty three for thirty four, four hundred yards, three touchdowns, one interception. So I was like, it was that close. Yep. It's uh... it was crazy. It's crazy that when, when when Stroud missed, it was because the, the receiver was covered, and you know he had to throw in a tight window and it was dropped or, or something. But when Bennett missed, it wasn't even close. Like he was throwing this thing in the dirt, he's throwing it over the head, and that's why I said that stats can be misleading. You know, sometimes that that even though their stats were, even though statistically Bennett kind of outplayed him, he didn't outplay him. Yeah, you know. I agree. So I, I agree 100. Yeah. percent And and Mar- Marvin Harrison is a stud. He's man. a motherfucker. Is what he is. Yeah, he's a stud. He was running. Uh, uh, he was running that sex party all over Georgia's DB. He got he got popped at the end, boy. Yeah, he got hit. Oh yeah. Yeah, he got hit pretty good on the back of the end zone, right? Yeah, back of the end zone. And another thing, man. Uh, Max Duggan, he's a sure enough football player. That's a, that's a Texas. I don't even know where he's from, but he just seems like Max Duggan. You know what I mean? Just like Texas, <laughs> Texas tough. He's, he's from Iowa, not oh. Iowa. Iowa. No, not Yellow Jackets. No, no, not Yellow Jackets. <laughs> so he's from Hawkeye Land, and yeah. uh, goes to TCU. I remember seeing him on Elite Eleven. I always watch that every year. And he was, you know, he. Yeah. I don't know if he was a. Fi- I don't think he was a five star kid by no means, but. There's a lot of kids at Elite 11 that aren't five-star kids. And I remember seeing him there, and he was just a redheaded, good, you know, quarterback kid that was there. Yeah, he's a, I didn't know he had that yeah, dog in him. He's a senior this year, so he probably barely lost uh, your, your second favorite quarterback at Elite 11. Who's that? Spencer Radner. Oh, man, he did win when he was there. <laughs> Spencer, by the way, had a had a great second half of the season. Yeah, he did. He I did. heard he's coming back. Coming back, baby. Yep. The uh, so Max Duggan he finished the game uh, not as good, but 15, uh, 14 for 29, 225 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Yeah, but look at his rushing, still got the win and rush. Yeah, look at his rushing 57 yards and two touchdowns. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he, whenever they needed a, a first down or needed a play, he'd he make it. Yeah, he wouldn't got it. He, He's not the fastest guy, but he'll go get it for you. you it know? just goes to prove your point. The stats are receiving. You know, he played a better game than what his stats showed. Yeah. And well, and, then, and then you go to the Orange Bowl and uh, hold Joe, oh, freak Joe Milton, man. <laughs> that son of a bitch is going to warm up. Did you see him throw that orange? I sent that to you. Okay, I was about to say. Somebody at work showed me that. Yeah. Um, he threw that orange. Uh, what, he threw it from the end zone? Out so, of the end zone, hit the backstop. 120 yards. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 120. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, 100, yeah. that was my lock oh, on the yeah. podcast last time he was he's here. Got, he's got a, uh, he's got a. Uh, I think he's a senior, but I don't know if he'd come back or not. You know? Yeah, he is a redshirt senior. I'm almost positive. I know what I'm saying. I don't know if they with a COVID year. I don't know who yeah. can come back and who can't. I don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Who. That's uh, a. Well, I know Tennessee's got like four quarterbacks on staff, and then they got a five-star kid from California, the one that wears the, the sweatpants everywhere. He's kind of he's a big Samoan yeah. kid, but uh, if he comes back, that makes Tennessee. De- you know, that's a big deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think well, Hooker, about- I think Hendon Hooker though is like priceless though. I think without him this year, you know, I don't think Milton is Hendon Hooker by no means. No, 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 no. They don't. They don't beat Bama. They. They, they don't they probably don't beat LSU, you know. Yep. They don't beat Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah, even though Florida wasn't no good, but I'm saying Hinton Hooker was the reason why they beat Florida. It's a know? it's a downright travesty that Hinton Hooker's not in New York this year. Yeah, I guess he's got hurt. They, the way they lost to Georgia, I don't know. Yeah, until he, lost, he's they, better than Stetson they, Bennett. He's better oh, than Stetson Bennett. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying not, but, you know, Stetson Bennett was the best quarterback on the best team. Yeah, so. I, I ain't mad at him being there. I'm mad at Hendon. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. But uh, a lot saying. of Saints fans are hoping Hendon falls to the sec- second round. And That's what I said. That's what I said. I said, man, it would be the best thing for the Saints. Pick up him. Because the future's not uh, bright there. No. Shoot, we got the Red Rocket, baby. Yeah, you know, the, you know <laughs> big game tonight, Jay. Mon- the biggest Monday night football oh, yeah. game in the last 30 years, Jay. Yeah. There's never been in the last 30 years two teams that had this good a record this late in the season to play Monday Night Football. That's awesome. And Joe Burrow, who's already put drug his nuts across Patrick Mahomes' face and uh, and beat him the last three times he's played him, maybe four times he's played him, beat him to go to the Super Bowl last year, fuck Patrick Mahomes. And so now <laughs> it feels like just who is going to take over as the man in the NFL. That's what it feels like. Because yeah. Josh Allen's yeah. a motherfucker. If they can protect Burrow and that since his defensive line can get to Allen, then Bingo's going to win. But if it's vice versa, it's going to get ugly. If you're feeling frisky, you, uh, you're getting points. You're getting two and a half points with the Bengals. You can start up two and a half, you know? Yeah. But uh, you've been riding the Bengals on your locks and stuff, So, but and they're on a seven-game yeah. heater right now, so it's definitely the right thing to heater, do. Heater, baby. They're on a heater. Jay, Harold Perkins, real quick, I got to jump back. Flying around today. Did you see that motherfucker flying around today? <laughs> yeah. One time he thought that quarterback, he had him dead to right. So sack, but he thought he threw it. So he gave up. Then he ended up pushing him out of bounds. Yeah, he pushed <laughs> you know? him. He got to him so fast. I guarantee you that quarterback, oh, no. oh, who yeah. had a rough day, by the way, I bet he was like, how fast are these motherfuckers flying around the field? Oh, yeah. What's Bur- Burns is flying around too, man. Yeah, he was. Burns was flying around, like you said. Uh, Sage Ryan had a good game. Uh, Greg Brooks was unreal. And uh, man, dude, I think he when he hit that uh, uh, running back in the backfield, yep. he come down on his knee. I think it knocked him silly, man. 
Yeah, he fucking laid that dude. Seven seven guys got hurt. I counted, man. Seven hey, guys. I knew it was, they were dropping like flies, dude. And they weren't limping yeah. off the field. They were laying on the field, no. every one of them. It was, it was like three of them got stretchered off. I was like, God, dog, Jesus man. Christ, LSU's laying in the wood. I said, they ain't, they, ain't, they ain't built to last in the SEC. They need to play Big 12 next year or something like that. Uh, Purdue is going to have PTSD of purple and gold fly. You know what I mean? They're gonna, Dude, man. Jesus Christ. It, well, it was 35 nothing at halftime. I thought, oh, man, this is getting out of hand. <laughs> Jay, um, looking to next year, man, our schedule is real favorable. But, you know, I'm fucking worried about that Florida State game because they still got Jordan Travis coming back next year. Yeah, he's good. He's good, man. He's fucking good. We're going to play at the same but, stadium we played at today. Yeah, two games back-to-back in Orlando. And, uh, and Florida State don't get a week zero. So that's a big, big that, thing. That's a big thing for us. Yeah. But Kelly will be there for a whole year, man. You know what I'm saying? He's not. He knows what he's got. He knows what he needs to work on. He knows how, what what they measure up to. It's, it's a whole different ball game now that he's got a whole year and and knows the players and knows the opponent and stuff like. It's, it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be a big time. So man. yeah. So I guess just you know just bring me back down to earth by saying that. Thinking about how terrible we played. We played a half of a quarter of football and almost should have beat Florida State. You know what I mean? And then the way we play now, I think you know. Yeah. We'll, I think we'll be yeah, favored. But, but did you see the beginning of the game where they, they did Jay Daniels QBR throughout the year? Oh, yeah. Up and did. down. That Arkansas, and up and game, down. that Arkansas game was so Arkansas. bad. That he was, had flu, though. He had flu. He had flu. I don't care if he had I don't care if he had cancer. That was one of the worst performances I've ever seen. That was rough. It was a little cold. My boy had flu. It was a little rough. <laughs> Still got oh, the man. win. Thank God, oh, for Thank God for Hill Perkins. Yeah. Thank God. Our schedule is nine point uh, nine quarterback rated. That's pretty rough. That was rough. I remember just being thankful for the for the win. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, I thought we would bounce back going in A and M, but we've been through all that, you know. But uh, yeah. Have you seen our schedule next year? Like we play Florida in like September. Like it's all strange. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, is there anything else you want to go over, Jay? No, I'll just say that now that the LSU season's over, with, LSU football is not over with. Okay. Yeah. Because they still have uh, tomorrow at five o'clock, uh, January uh, on ESPN is the Under Armour All America game in Orlando, and LSU has five signees on the team. Uh, they have uh, they, they split them up, you know, Team Phantom and Team Speed, and LSU has four guys on Team Phantom. Uh, the number four offensive tackle in the country we always we already touched on is Lance Hurd out of Neville. He's on uh, Team Phantom. Uh, number the number eight wide receiver in the country, uh, Sheldon Sampson Jr. out of Catholic High School. He's on also Team Phantom. The number seven edge rusher in the country, who a lot of people have him, you know, some sites have him as the number nineteen overall player in the country, one of the best football players, you know, in the country. Uh, Deshaun Womack from Baltimore, Maryland. He'll be on Team Phantom also, and then also that that cornerback you said earlier, uh, Javian uh, Toviano from Arlington, Texas. He's the number six cornerback in the country. A lot, some some sites have him as a five star also, so they're all going to be on Team Phantom, and then on Team Speed they have a kid, uh, Ryan Yates from Denton, Denton, Texas. He's the number twenty uh, safety in the country, so that's all on uh, on tomorrow at five p.m. So if you ain't doing nothing tomorrow at five p.m. on it, and tune in to ESPN, and then next Saturday before the national championship, uh, they have the Army All American Bowl uh, in San Antonio. And uh, it's uh, at 12 p.m. on uh, NBC. And LSU has four signees on that team. 
Uh, number 13 wide receiver, uh, Jalen Brown from Miami. Uh, number eight offensive tackle from Georgia, uh, DJ Chester. Number 11 uh, linebacker, uh, Whit Weeks, who's uh, West Weeks' little brother. Did he's not, also from. Did not uh, know that. He's also from Georgia, and that's a lot of. They said that was people was excited because he um, he got they picked up West Weeks. They was excited because his Whit Weeks, his little brother, was coming, not because of West. And then they also got the number number twenty seven safety, uh, Michael Daughtery from Longville, Georgia. So they got four guys on that. So Saturday, you better watch four recruits also. So. All right, so football's never really over. No. All right. I love it. You got anything else? No, that's it, man. That's it. A-plus, a year for Brian Kelly. Uh, you know, I'm not the type of guy to say, that likes to say I told you so. I'm actually the type of guy to say that loves to say I told you so. I told all y'all, dumb pieces of shit, that Brian Kelly was going to take us back <laughs> to where we should be. I told y'all to hammer the over for seven wins. I screamed it from the mountaintops. I'm going to call myself correct. And – uh you know, here here's to uh, the next ten years of our life, Jay. You know, for uh, Brian, Brian Kelly's tenure, right? Yeah. yeah, next nine years, man. We'll see. All right. Hey, thank y'all for listening this year. Uh, me and Jay will be back. We'll touch. We're gonna do some basketball stuff and some baseball stuff whenever we feel like it. And uh, we're gonna keep the midweek. I mean, the weekend episodes going. We'll get back going. We slowed down a little bit, but I appreciate everyone listening. This is winners win. So dirty, jumbo wet, so I keep it clean.